Habib McGregor fight in UFC Saturday could be a tipping point for UFC's credibility if they don't play it exactly right moving forward. That was straight out of the pro wrestling handbook and not everybody is assuming it's for real. Habib attacked one of McGregor's entourage after the fight and then one of Habib's entourage he jumped into the octagon and attacked McGregor. Uh, Whether hype or real And I think it was real, but it was embarrassing regardless. Assuming that it was real, Habib's got to get suspended for a long time because him and his guys initiated everything. Habib jumped into the crowd, and his guy jumped into the octagon to sucker McGregor. Habib's got to get at least a six-month suspension, and maybe longer. Heck, Habib and his crew might not be able to get back into the country to fight. McGregor is hardly innocent. He never is. He got the stupidity started when he attacked Habib's bus back in April. UFC is a great sport, and these two are great draws. Look at McGregor's track record in that regard. But when the sport turns dumb, those who make it dumb have to pay the price. Only idiots would think what happened at the end of that fight was good. Yo, Habib, I can't pronounce your last name. Because of that, and because you were idiotic enough to ruin your finest moment as a fighter, guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing, count on a name you can trust. Call 412-333-WXDX. For all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. And I said the wrong number. It's actually 412-367-0815. For all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. They charge 25%. Oh, no, wait. That's... I'm all mixed up. The number to call to speak with me now is 412-333-WXDX. By the way, thanks to... uh, the folks at Cheerleaders, Mike the manager, Richie, my buddy that works down there. Uh, I had a great time watching UFC at Cheerleaders. That really is a great place to go to, to watch a big fight. So uh, thanks to Cheerleaders. Uh, I just can't believe Habib compromised his biggest moment as a fighter by being an ass and by letting his entourage run totally amok. Now, the part where he was in the octagon and he had McGregor down and he was taunting McGregor saying, talk now, let's hear you talk now, he really did emasculate McGregor. Uh, He kicked his ass and rubbed it in while it was going on. And by the end, you could tell McGregor just wanted out of there. And McGregor has bounced back from defeat, like against Diaz, I think it was. I don't know if he's going to do that in the same fashion this time. I think he's got his wins, he's got his titles, he's got his money, and now he hasn't got whatever it was that helped him get all that. Not like he did, so. But it's a shame, Habib, he really did F that all up. He really did F that all up.
Uh, a Major League Baseball playoff note, Houston's killing Cleveland. And if they win, they will sweep the series uh, three games to none and advance to the ALDS. Uh, it's 8 nothing. I think. Last time I looked. Uh, Houston's just got too much pitching. It's hard to imagine them losing a series because they just have too much pitching. Uh, Liverpool Football Club tied Manchester City at home nil-nil yesterday. Disappointing and surprisingly boring for the two highest-scoring teams in English football. Uh, Liverpool needed three points, but City missed a penalty late. Uh, Very fortunate there. It was like in the last five minutes. And Riyad Mahrez skied one over the bar on the penalty shot, so I'll take the draw. Liverpool City and Chelsea now in a three-way tie for first in the uh, English League. I got to get this in. Here's a headline at uh, rollingstone.com. Taylor Swift breaks political silence. Oh, thank God. Because what she thinks is really important. What, what Taylor Smith thinks of Kavanaugh and uh, and Trump and just the whole political climb in, in America. I've been waiting with bated breath to hear what Taylor Swift thinks of all that so I can pattern the way I think identical to her. It's like when Alyssa Milano was on Meet the Press. What the frig is Alyssa Milano doing on Meet the Press? I guess Tony Danza wasn't available. F, F. S. Let's go to uh, Scott in Center Township. Scott, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? Hey, got a quick question for you. In regards to you saying that uh, James Conner isn't a uh, number one back in the NFL. Right. You think that was a little premature? No. Is Is he a number one back in the NFL right now? I think he is right now. Really? You think he is right now after, like, no yards against Kansas City and no yards against Baltimore and that fumble that lost the game at Cleveland? You really think he's a legitimate, established, number one back right now? I'm not saying he's the best back in the league, but I'm also saying that I think that he can be a number one back. I just think that there's... No, no, no. I I never said... Hold on. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I never said he would never be a number one back. I do kind of doubt it. But the definitive statement I've made right now about James Conner is, I don't think he's the number one back. And I think if you think he might be, well, if you think the Steelers are a legitimate Super Bowl contender, which they still do, I think, you can't bet on might. Although right now they're left with no choice. I just think that if they get him involved early, he can be a standout back. So in other words, you're saying if he runs well, he can run well. Don't, don't you think that, though? If he, no, but, but that's what, bro, bro, of course. You're right. If he runs the ball well, he can be a number one back. That's a bold prediction on your part. But, but When they're down 21 nothing, he's not going to be effective, right? I don't know. You ever hear of a little stack called yards per carry? Yeah, and he had over five this week. Yep, and he had two the week before. That's a number one back. Really, the two part is still a number one back? Sounds to me like a consistent number one back if he's number one back at all. See, see, what you're doing is, and it's what fanboys do. You're a fanboy. I get it. I'm a paid professional. I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you. I'm the only one being paid for this conversation. But, But you look at what's good and ignore what's bad, 
and act like what's good totally makes your argument. But I, but I get what you're saying as well. When you were saying, you should because I'm absolutely correct. I, I could understand that, but I think it was premature. Okay, I don't know if you understand the concept of right now. I said he's not a number one back right now. Okay, ergo, I have not predicted anything going forward, although I've expressed my doubts. But but so to say I'm premature when I say right now is directly contradictory of the phrase right now and the future. Because the future is not right enough? now. Well, I guess some coaches say it is. Do you think he's good enough to get Lev Bell on the bench if he keeps being productive and we win? No! So let me say about this straight. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of variables with Lev Bell. Does he come back fat? Does he come back high? Does he come back invested? Does he come back at all? But let's say the same Lev Bell that played last year shows up in the bye week. And you know, and this is hypothetical, but you know he's ready to play exactly like the same Lev Bell as last year. What do you do? If, you, if we're in contention, I, I think you got to play him. Play Bell? Yes. Okay, what defines in contention? Because I agree. If we're 3-2-1, and one, and we beat Cincinnati next week, that therefore we'll be one step closer to being on top of the division. I let you talk for four minutes, and you finally said something sensible. I'm going to cut you off now while people can still bask in... What passes for you is talk show glory. Let's go to Stan the Man Gable. Stan the Man Gable, Gravitas. Langston, Gravitas. I don't know if I'm going to be able to follow up that last call, but I'll try. Yeah, give it a shot. Well, well, I was at the fight. Uh, I was at the McGregor fight on Saturday. You were there in Vegas. Well, um, I ordered uh, the McGregor fight on Saturday. Okay. And... But I guess that's kind of the point. <clears throat> I've never ordered an MMA fight before. I ordered the fight Saturday. I got the McGregor whiskey, and I sat down to watch, you know, what amounts to be a couple hours of fighting. I used to love boxing. Boxing is a non-entity. I used to like WWE when I was a kid. I think what UFC does at this point is it combines probably the buildup and the theatrics of WWE with what boxing used to be. Well, I can make it simpler than that, Stan. UFC is WWE with real fights. I would agree with that, but here's the thing. You said that you were surprised with the antics after the fight. I am surprised that you're surprised because the guys who were involved in this, to a person almost, are, if they weren't doing this for a living, these guys are like you know, so combustible, they're so explosive that you really don't never, you never know what you're going to get. And in their corner, it's not like a boxing match. It's not cut man, trainer. Oh, their their entourages need to be cut down to size and people who have committed the stupidity that that, uh, that the the, uh, Habib crew committed uh, Saturday night have to be banned forever. Well, I would agree with that, but here's, I would also say this, um... I heard the report after the fight was it seemed to be up to McGregor to defer. They, however, the deference was to him on whether to press charges against these guys. I find that amazing. Doesn't the mayor of Las Vegas say, "Listen, 
this is not for Conor McGregor to decide, or isn't this for the... I, think I, the I am equally is... shocked that McGregor was put in a position to make that decision, which makes me wonder just a little bit about the the veracity of what happened. If I, For me, I'm not... For the fighters to jump out of the ring, it's not like they jumped out of the ring and were taking shots at celebrities who were there. I think Matt... No, Habib didn't jump out of the, the ring and sucker punch Matt Damon. He actually went after one of McGregor's That would have been great if he had. It would have been great if he had. But the thing is, is the guys who got into the ring, because that's a dangerous precedent. What if those guys weren't with Habib? What if they were just a couple of maniacs? Oh, that guy who sucker punched McGregor got into the octagon far too easily, which... uh, Way, way too easily. Stay with me here, Stan. That's one of the reasons I'm not dismissing the possibility it was fake. Because that guy got into the ring way too easy, and he sucker punched McGregor with a big shot from behind. And McGregor didn't go down and, in fact, immediately fought back. Yeah, you make a, you, I mean, you make a really good point. I don't, I don't that looked that. like a, from a distance, and, you know, if it were up close, the camera angle were closer, I could have told, that looked like a worked punch, a pulled punch. I would, well, because if you're a fighter and you sucker punch someone, you could kill them. And that's not what happened. But uh, I would say, overall, very entertaining experience. That fight turned out to be the worst fight on the card. I thought the other fights were entertaining. i got to be honest, Dan. I didn't watch the other fights. Uh, I, 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 I the only the time I watch UFC great. is when uh, there, there's, there's a few fighters I've really enjoyed watching. One is Brock Lesnar, obviously, because of the wrestling connection. One is Conor McGregor because of the drunk Irish connection. And the other is Frank Mir, who was a guest on this show who I always liked as a fighter. That's it. Well, you can say this better than anyone. You don't sell the steak, you sell the sizzle. I think the guys that you mentioned, Lesnar, McGregor, it's a short list who can sell the sizzle. UFC is going to have a hard time selling Khabib fights because they're boring. But he kind of has either intentionally or unintentionally cast himself well, that, that, as this villain character. That, Stan, that's a good point. we got to, we got to get, get through the segment here. But you make a good point. That fight only wasn't boring because it was against McGregor. Well, that's the key. Even the May- Mayweather, even last year, needed McGregor. Khabib needed McGregor to sell that fight. No one cares to watch these guys. And, uh, you know, but for McGregor, for a boxer, for a fighter like him, once you get to a level of civility in your life, you know, the guy's made uh, over $100 million doing this at this point. I'm not sure that you could go back to being that animal that Khabib seems to still be. On that note, let's wrap it up. Good job, Stan. Gravitas. Good call from Stan the Man Gable. What a scintillating comeback. Double M on the X. I really got to wrap this segment up. 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Super genius, how you doing? Good. Mace is always a component of any nice day. Thank you for making my day. Yeah, what you said. The X at 105.9. One thing I want to make clear, I thought the Steelers played great yesterday. I thought it was a complete 60 minutes. I thought that despite a couple anxious moments in the first half, like the bad interception, it never felt like the Steelers were in danger of losing the game. I just don't know if after beating a 1-4 team at home, you can really say you're clear of all your problems. You should beat a 1-4 team at home, especially after losing the first two home games of the season so far, especially after 
Many predicted, including me, many predicted the Steelers to be 4-0 heading into that home game against Atlanta. In fact, the way things were projected to be with both teams at season's beginning, I thought the Steelers would win the first four and maybe drop that game to Atlanta yesterday. But certainly a lot could change. The Falcons aren't what they were cracked up to be. And they're certainly crippled by injury on defense. And as far as James Conner is concerned, he did great yesterday. That's the first truly complete game he's played as a running back as well. Did nothing against Baltimore and Kansas City. Crucial fumble against Cleveland. Had just the two good runs at the end of the game against Jacksonville. Don't put him on the pedestal just yet. He's got a long way to go. I know he's the cancer survivor. I know he's the pit guy. He's tired of hearing about it, although he seems to say it a lot too. I'm tired of saying it. But you promulgate it. You perpetuate it. And and by the way, Connor does say that all the time. He says, I want to be known as more than a cancer survivor. Well, then quit saying that at all. I'm not sure he does that with any sense of indulgence, with any sense of self-promotion. But if you want people to forget you're a cancer survivor, then quit saying it. Uh, By the way, here's a note which will spark a lot of rumor and and great ideas, but will lead to nothing. Uh, It was just announced that Philadelphia Eagles running back Jay Ajayi is out for the year. I literally got five tweets within 90 seconds of me having seen the tweet saying he's out for the year, saying trade Bell to Philadelphia for number one pick. You know what you might be able to do? You might be able to trade Bell to Philadelphia for number three pick. That you might be able to do at this point. Don't forget, they do running back by committee, or they try, although they lost uh, Blunt left there. Blunt was there last year, I think. Yeah, Blunt has left there. I don't know, maybe maybe Bell would be right up their alley. I don't know. I would talk to them, but I wouldn't expect more than a third-round pick at most. A, a couple hockey notes. The Philadelphia Flyers' John Van Riemsdyk just reacquired uh, by them this season. I was right. Blunt was with Philadelphia last year. Detroit this year, Philadelphia last year, New England the two years before that, and, of course, Pittsburgh before that. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk is out five to six weeks with a lower body injury, and Brandon Dubinsky of Columbus is out four to six weeks with an injury he sustained in practice. Couldn't happen to a nicer couple of teams. I like JVR. I don't like Dubinsky. I got a tweet that makes sense, so I uh, hasten to read it to you. It's a really good point about the potential that Ricola might replace uh, Olimata in the lineup on Thursday if today's practice pairings are any indication. Uh, Lance Johnson tweets, they're trying to determine if Ricola should stay or get sent to the minors in order to get playing time. The move is about him to take a look at him, not about Mata, but for Ricola to play, somebody has to sit. That's actually very well said. That's a smart tweet from a listener. It should never be allowed to happen again. Let's go real quick to a Trenton in the uh, house. Much. Trent, what's um, up? I have a hockey question for you. Go ahead. Um, so 
Um, I've been watch- I've been watching the hockey games recently, and the Penguins have done really good so far. But with them, no, they their- really have a Trent. But go ahead, they've they've really struggled defensively and with errors in the defensive zone and in the neutral zone. But they are one and one, and there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. Now, um, with last year, they broke their streak, their small streak on winning the cup. Um, Actually, so- a streak of two Stanley Cups, uh, Trent, is a really long streak. That's pretty good. But go ahead. Um. I personally don't think that they're going to make it to to win the Stanley Cup this year. How can but, you conclude um, that after two games, Trevor? I mean, Trenton. Um, but I, I want your opinion on it. I think it's too early to conclude anything, buddy, but thank you for the call. You're welcome. That shows how nice I am to kids because everything that kids said was, uh, shall we say it exhibited poor judgment. All right, we got Jet and the Egyptian Magician on hold. We'll get to them in a moment. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, hey. Hey, what's going on, Mark? Hi. Super genius. It's a good buddy. Ask your phone. Ask your BMW. Woo! The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. Uh, today is Columbus Day, but a lot of uh, states and cities no longer celebrate Columbus Day because Columbus Day had been perceived in certain circles as a celebration of the subjugation of Native Americans. So uh, some have turned the tables on that and celebrate instead Indigenous Peoples Day, a celebration of, uh, of Native Americans and the people who were here when Columbus and his ilk came on boats across the ocean. Although maybe it says something about whether it should be Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day that the Astros are beating the Indians 8-0 and on the verge of sweeping that series. Not hating. Just saying. I heard I heard Iron Eyes Cody saw uh, the score of that game and shed a single tear. By the way, I, I don't know, would he support Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day because he was an Italian actor playing a Native American. And by the way, I in no way am making fun of the plight of uh, of Native Americans uh, in the United States because no one got done dirtier than the Native Americans by the settlers who conquered and raped and abused and stole from them. But I do think we get too worked up about Teams be called the Indians and Chiefs. The Washington NFL team, that I get. That should be changed. Steelers win. Steelers win. Good God, Steelers win. As I've been saying all day, it felt like the most complete game of the season. Well, it didn't feel like it was by far. And the Steelers just went back to basics. They didn't fall way behind early at home. The defense was solid. Guys like TJ Watt suddenly reappeared. And Joe Hayden, with help in double coverage, did a number on Julio Jones. Special teams was good. You got the blocked punt. And the Steelers ran the ball very well. Connor had a very good game, his most complete game by far this season. Now, does that mean the Steelers have turned the season around? I'm going to prefer to wait and see how they do at Cincinnati Sunday, at 4-1 and one Cincinnati. Of course, we had uh, 
celebrations to to evaluate. Uh, Juju scored a touchdown and then pretended to give birth to the football. On a 1-10 to 10 scale, I give that about a 4. It wasn't gynecological enough for me. You needed stirrups. You, you needed surgical masks. You needed white coats. You just, it, it, it wasn't enough for me. Nice idea. Need more rehearsal. And I like the group portrait by the defense after LJ Fort recovered that fumble for the touchdown because the game was in control and they were winning. Have fun when you're winning. Winning creates fun. Winning is the fun. And of course, Juju uh, joined the uh, group portrait of the defense, not because he's on defense. In fact, I doubt he even knows all those guys' names, but because he is contractually obligated by Fortnite to take advantage of any and every marketing opportunity. James Conner, big game, 20 carries, 110 yards, two touchdowns, four catches, 75 yards. If he keeps doing that, he's the number one running back. Got to keep doing it. A.B. and Ben hooked up, looked pretty good. The Wi-Fi was, well, it wasn't turned up to 11, but it was uh, pretty good. Let's go to Jet in the car. Jet. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Jet. Oh, 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 oh. What do you want? I was wondering what you thought about um, if the what Khabib did was worse than what McGregor did with the bus. What McGregor did with the bus, uh, that, that's, that's, uh, that's a good question. I think McGregor's crew attacking the bus was actually a more dangerous situation. Uh, it was in private. I don't think there was as much security. Uh, what happened at, at the fight in Vegas on Saturday was horrible. And as Stan the Man Gable pointed out calling earlier, I think it was way too easy for that guy to get in the ring to sucker punch McGregor, but uh, but I think both were equally despicable. And uh, McGregor got suspended, correct? A few ma- Dana White came out and was saying how you know McGregor's never going to fight in this league again. Yeah, time. okay, but but he didn't fight for a while, correct? I think that only happened earlier this year. Happened in April, like in May. April. Yeah, it- You're right. So it's not that long a period. Well, like I said earlier, I don't know if you heard me uh, talk about it, but I think this is a tipping point for UFC as far as credibility goes because if there aren't heavy fines and suspensions, uh, it it looks like pro wrestling. And I know the Nevada State Athletic Commission handles it, but if they don't handle it to Dana White's satisfaction for credibility's sake, then he needs to go heavier. Now, a follow-up question is, since McGregor got generally a slap on the wrist, it's only a couple months after that fuss incident, uh, the fight was announced that McGregor was going to fight Khabib. So if Khabib gets a worse punishment, could we assume that the bus incident was staged? I'm not dismissing the possibility of Saturday night being staged. Yeah, it, it sounds like... Bro, sounds bro, like let, me, let, me tell, let me tell you what makes me think it could have been staged. If you made me bet for sure, I'd say it was real. But let me tell you why I think it could be staged, or part of it was staged. Not the fight itself. I think the fight itself was legit. 
But that guy who jumped in the octagon and sucker punched McGregor, A, he got in there too easy, didn't he? Yeah, way too easy. And secondly, he sucker punched McGregor from behind, all out. And not only did McGregor not go down after being brutalized over the course of four rounds, not only did McGregor not go down, he immediately started fighting back. Where was that fight when he was fighting Khabib? That's a better question. Well, maybe Habib was hitting for real and this guy wasn't. That, that's probably a more likely possibility. I don't know if it's likely. He, he nailed him. It's something to be considered. He, bro, he did nail him. He didn't go down, did he? No. Well, there you go. No, he didn't. It makes me wonder. But that's what they said about Stairway to Heaven. Let's go to Mike in the car. Mike, you're on with Double M. Mark, big fan, big fan. Yep. Uh, well, the original reason I called isn't the comment I had right now. I got a question. What you just mentioned about the McGregor fight, I happened to notice right before the fight that there was a line where you can bet on whether or not that there was going to be a brawl during the fight. Yeah, there's no, nobody could bet on that. Well, but no, bro, bro, just stop it right there. That's silly. Vegas would not book bets on a post-match riot in one of their own facilities because guess what that does? That encourages a post-match riot in one of their facilities. That just didn't happen. I don't want to give free advertising to the site, but it's a major site. Okay, I'm going to say it really slow this time. That just didn't happen. Anything else? Yeah. Well, the other reason I called was a few minutes ago you mentioned that Joe Hayden had double coverage on Julio Jones, which is the same thing Julio Jones said. Right. However, Stephen Saverin this morning said that that just wasn't the case. So I was wondering who had it right, you or Stan. Well, you know what? I haven't watched Coach's tape of the game, but every single person covering the game said there was double coverage primarily, but that Hayden was involved with the coverage all the time. Cool. Appreciate the insight, Mark. Thank you for the call. By the way, we gave away those tickets to the Struts earlier. That's the Kick-Ass X Christmas show on Saturday, December 1st. And uh, the winner was Charles from Newcastle. Not a lot to do in Newcastle, so it'll be good for Charles to visit the big city. Maybe once he gets to Pittsburgh, he'll want to stay there and make a new life for himself, much like Jen Bellano did, the Penguins PR director and former Newcastle cheerleading captain who married some old guy, and now she lives out, uh, in Cranberry, I think. Uh, 412-333-9939 is the number to call, but now... Well, let's go real quick to Mike in South Hills. Mike, you're on with Double M. Double M, what up, man? What up, man? Hey, I just got in my car from work. You might have talked about it earlier. What do you think about uh, LJ Fork and Dirty Red in place of Vince yesterday? And we looked a lot better with them in rotation. Well, here's the most curious thing about that. And I think Dirty Red stinks. Yeah. And I think LJ Fork's a ham and anger. But. It really is something to consider that the defense seemed better organized and played better as a unit with those two making the defensive play calls than they had with Bince prior. And even though Atlanta's beat up, uh, they're not beat up on offense. They still had a lot of weapons on offense, and the defense played extremely well. Uh, That obviously, and I, I would think this is obvious to anybody, maybe not Mike Tomlin, obviously, but the defense playing as well as it did is the single most encouraging thing from yesterday's game. Correct. Yep. You are correct, sir. 
It's not time to ask Mark anything. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. That's 412-333-WXTX. Ask Mark anything. 105.9. Um. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, what's up? In and out like the psychotic version of the hokey pokey. Mark, you are super genius. I know. The X at 105.9. Oh, my God. Thank heavens. I just found out Ozzy Osbourne had hand surgery. He canceled a bunch of his concerts. His first one back is Saturday at Las Vegas, which I happen to be going to. I've missed so many concerts due to the illness I had. I missed two Queen shows and ate those tickets. Missed an Aussie show in Cleveland. So I'll get back in the saddle. I hope. Hope there's no complications. Saturday with Aussie in Vegas. How about the Browns gave up fewer points yesterday than the Cleveland Indians gave up runs today? And the Browns had more wins in October than the Indians. The Indians should call the month of October. Although that's already taken. Time now to ask Mark anything. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. It's brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chop house. So check out Chapino in the strip. Let's go to Matt in the car. Matt, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Hey, uh, so obviously you like sports, you like music, and... uh... Obviously, you break down sports on a very technical, play-by-play kind of level. I don't know about that, um, but go ahead. Well, I was just wondering, it, it's very... I was wondering if you think about music the same way, or if music is something you more kind of just... You know what? You know, you know what sometimes feels like it ruined music for me? When I was uh, at the Post-Gazette part-time way back when, I used to review concerts for more money. And sometimes I, I can't help but look at a concert through a reviewer's eyes. Especially if it starts out bad, I evaluate too much instead of just enjoying. But then again, if it's a good show and it's a group I love, I could get lost in it for sure, which is the main purpose of going. Let's go to Ryan and Cranberry. Ryan, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. I was just curious if you had a favorite state quarter. I don't know what you mean by state quarter. Like the special edition state quarters that they did for all 50 states? Oh, uh, I, I'm not even aware how they look. Oh, well, that's disappointing. What, they don't they don't look at change closely? Yeah, that. what's wrong with me? Let's go to Nick in the car. Nick, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, I was wondering... What's the greatest, in your opinion, what's the greatest perk that you have ever received because of who you are and what you do? I don't know if I can ever say I've received one perk that I can put above the rest, but I get a lot of stuff free. That's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Like what, what, in your I mind, just get, no, I get, I, I know, like I, well, I, I mean, see, this isn't a perk cause I, cause I earn it, but in return for doing ads and appearances for Schultz Ford, I get a demo car from them. I haven't paid a car loan since 2000. And I'm very grateful, and I love Richard Bazzi, all the people at Schultz. They are the Ford King, you know, but, but you know, that's an exchange and not a perk. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm specifically asking for a perk of something that you don't, um, not part of your job. It's just someone finds out who you are and says, hey, you're Mark Madden, here's what you No, get. I just get a lot of stuff free, bro. A lot of meals free, a lot of drinks free, stuff like that free. 
And you, you know, the ironic part is, I don't need anything free right now. I'll take it. But I don't yeah. need anything free right now. Whereas when I was broke and not very prominent, I had to pay for everything. I didn't get one effing free thing back then. <laughs> and that's when you needed it. That's how it usually works out. Leaves the line open. Let's get Asmark anything built up to a healthy crescendo here. Let's go to Taylor on the mound. Taylor, Asmark anything. How's it going, brother? What up, man? Hey, how about if you were a professional wrestler, what would your entrance song be? Um, probably Country Roads. Country Roads? Yes. No, in honor of Dusty Roads. No, oh, I, I would go I with like I would it. go I with like the Dusty theme. So I'm gonna go with Hank Williams Jr. Can't judge a book by looking at the cover. You can't judge the one by looking at the other, and you can't judge a book by looking at the cover. You can't judge the honey by looking at the bee. You can't judge the something something by looking at the tree. Let's go to uh, Ed on Long Island. Ed, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, what up? What up? Favorite uh, NHL goal songs and worst NHL goal songs? I don't know many of the goal songs. Uh, my 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 favorite song was uh, uh, Brass Bonanza, the Hartford Whaler song. Yes. Dun, 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 I like the Penguin song, uh, you know, Party Hard, I think it's called, right? Yes. I think that's good. I think the crowd buys into it. I, I think that's a good choice. Okay, here it is. You can't judge an apple by looking at the tree. You can't judge honey by looking at the bee. You can't judge a sister by looking at the brother. And you can't judge a book by looking at the cover. You can't judge a fish by looking in the pond. You can't judge the right by looking at the wrong. You can't judge one by looking at the other. And you can't judge a book by looking at the cover. No, you can't judge a book by looking at the cover. When Dusty would come out, Dusty Rose, that I would pop big time. I would root for Flair against him back when, but I would still pop for Dusty. Dusty was the best. Let's go to uh, Eternal Sunshine for the North Hills. What do you want? Hi, Mark. Hi. Uh, regarding Juju Smith's touchdown celebration where right. he gave birth to the football, sir, I just got one question. It's very moving. Who do you think the father is? A.B. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. And like I said earlier, if A.B. is the father, I hope the kid turns into a linebacker, not a receiver. Because the Steelers need a linebacker. Let's go to Alex in the car. Alex, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Hi, Alex. I was, I was wondering if you remembered seeing me yesterday. Where at, Alex? Um, outside the Steelers Stadium, Gateway Clipper. Oh, the Gateway Clipper. Yeah, I remember you. How you doing? Good. I was going to ask you, um, how do you think Le'Veon Bell is going to be when he comes back? I don't know, Alex. Depends if he's fat, high, in shape, committed. I don't know. And I don't even know if he's going to be back for sure. Now, if you were the Steelers, would you bring him back or would you trade him? Uh, I would trade him. 
What would you want for him? Oh, good player. You're going to be a GM someday, buddy. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Jim in Center Township. Jim, ask Mark anything. Mark, how you doing, brother? What up? Hey, what uh, couple teams in the English Championship would you like to see uh, promoted? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, that's a good Can question. Can I say who I'd like? Yeah, you go ahead, and I'll tell you once you say. Okay. I mean, I, these two don't have a chance, but I'd love to see Millwall because I hear their uh, supporters are just animals. No, their supporters and, uh, are jerk-offs, and I pointedly do not want them promoted. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to see Ipswich Town because I know a fellow that used to live there. See, I like the traditional old powers. I'd like them to get back up. So I'd like to see Leeds go up, Nottingham Forest go up, Derby go up, Blackburn go up. Those teams have all won top flight championships. So if you made me pick a a, a number of teams, Aston Villa too, I'd like to see them get promoted. Nothing, nothing. Who would have bet on that? Well, besides the guy from City who kicked the penalty kick into the stands. I bet he did bet nothing, nothing. Good talk. See you out there. 105.9.